Can't help but love Shikana. This is Please, Mister. 6.39, Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. Every Thursday, hashtag Mad About Africa. Our Mad About Africa interviews in the building. Catherine Constantinidis, South African environmentalist, entrepreneur, social activist, and businesswoman. She established her first business, SA Fusion, a social enterprise, when she was 16. She was involved in the introduction of the Miss Earth concept to SA. During 2013, uh, Catherine was the youngest of a group of 20 emerging African names as an Archbishop Dutu Leadership Fellow. And in May 2016, she was chosen as one of the Mandela Washington Fellows as part of the Young African Leaders Initiative. Catherine has written for the Huffington Post on climate change, politics and the situation in the Western Sahara. She is an outspoken critic of the actions of the Moroccan government in the Western Sahara, describing the territory as the last remaining colony in Africa. Catherine. Good morning. Good to see you again. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Uh, Just now I'm on the other side. Yes. (laughs) A five-year-old stops you. Auntie Catherine, Auntie Catherine, what do you do? What do you do? (laughs) I am a nation builder and human rights defender. I really use the environment as a vehicle to to bring together South Africans looking at the environmental issues that we face as a nation and yes. as a continent. And for me, it's really important to remember that climate ch- climate change impacts human rights. Mm. And across our continent, I see this all the time. Why are you so passionate about Africa? Because I've seen Africa. I yes. have taken the time and made the effort to travel across our continent. I have not yet seen every single country, but it's on my list. Yes. And I have seen the truth around what is going on. And mm. the potential that lies across our continent is immense and it's beautiful and it is important for us to invest our time and energy in our continent what was that moment where you said to yourself Catherine you can make a difference so maybe do it you know, I think it's difficult because I grew up in a family where community service was the way that we lived. It was part of our DNA. Yes. So it was not something we did as an extra. It was the way we lived as, mm. as a family unit. And so it was really an organic journey uh, into doing more and more and finding ways that I could have a greater and deeper impact. So it really wasn't just one moment. But I think the one thing that always sticks out in my mind is mm. I will never remember. It was a cold, cold winter's night and we were driving through Joburg and my dad literally took all the clothes that he had on and gave it to somebody who was sleeping on the side of the road. And I will never forget that moment because I remembered he physically took the clothes off his back and gave it to someone. And we used to drive through the streets of the Joburg CBD and hand out bread to people who were sleeping in the street Mm. after midnight in the middle of winter. And that was something my dad really, really, for him, it was important to do. And it's the things that he did that I saw growing up Mm. um, that really had an impact. Now, a lot of people that don't know you would obviously not be aware that you have a lot of world leaders on your speed dial. (laughs) Tell us about some of the world leaders you've worked with or you've met. Um, I've I've been so privileged to meet many, many global leaders. Yes. And I think, you know, closer to home as we go into celebrating the centenary of Tata, Mm. uh, he was one of the leaders that had a huge influence on my life. Mm. As a young girl growing up, I had many opportunities to sit with him, to to be in his space and to engage him and his mind. Yes. I also had the privilege of working with the likes of Bill Clinton, uh, former U.S. President Barack Obama, who I recently came back from Chicago. I was one of his guests at the Obama Foundation launch. And that was really special. And to be in in, in the midst of these people, as well as other heads of state from across our continent, has really been an 
an, a privilege. But I understand with that privilege comes a huge responsibility. Mm. And I'm prepared to use my journey to really play out what that responsibility looks like. Without necessarily blowing your own horn, what do you think it is about Catherine that world leaders give you an ear, give you time? Sure. I'm not sure. Sometimes I step back and ask myself the same (laughs) question. (laughs) I was recently in Geneva at the UN Human Rights Council and I sat in the chambers of that Human Rights Council and I stood there where all the flags stand and you see this famous visual everywhere of of the UN. And I stood there and I couldn't believe that I was just a young girl from South Africa, from the south of Joburg, who grew up in a very simple way. And I was standing at the UN and I had global leaders wanting to watch and listen to what I had to say. And I think it's moments like that I'm really humbled by. Mm. I'm living my journey and purpose. I'm not trying to be somebody else. I'm doing what I believe is right. And I do what I do because I've seen the truth. And my work on Western Sahara is no different. So I think it's really about the authentic kind of leadership that you portray that attracts energy to you. 644. Hashtag mad about Africa. We're hanging out with a great African. Her name is Catherine Constantinidis. When we come back, we talk about Western Sahara and why even the government of Morocco do not like Catherine. (laughs) We'll talk about that straight after this. It's time for Fresh Biz. She's a wealth coach. Please meet Samkem Shongo. Metro FM is where you're at. Welcome to Fresh Breakfast. It is a Thursday. Hashtag mad about Africa. We're hanging out with Change Agent SA on social media. Why change Agent SA, Catherine Constantinidis? <laughs> Constantinidis was too long and Twitter wouldn't let me have it. So it had to be something that embodied the work I do. So change agent was it. <laughs> so you typed your very long surname, Catherine Constantinidis, and Google said, did you mean change agent SA? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> okay. Now, you do a lot of uh, stuff around the environment, for instance, yes. um, around human rights. You're off to Western Sahara. Yes. For those that know nothing about what's happening uh, in Morocco and Western Sahara, what is going on there and why should we give a damn? We really should give a damn because it's important to know that Morocco is the last colonizer on our continent. And during Africa Month, we should take the time to actually understand things that are outside of our our own country and really make ourselves aware. So much goes on across our beautiful continent. And it's important for us to not only celebrate Africa, but to understand the atrocities that are still happening as well. Morocco is illegally occupies Western Sahara and has for 42 years. And this is four decades of people who are living in a refugee camp that was set up as a temporary refugee camp in 1975 Mm. when the war broke out and they fled. And the illegal occupation... There's a long history, and Spain was a colonizer prior to Morocco. But Morocco now illegally occupies the territory, and the human rights atrocities that happen in the occupied territory on a daily basis are horrifying. And we cannot allow these kinds of things to happen Mm. on our continent when we have access to information, when we are actually able to find out what is going on. We have to make sure that we are woke Mm. to these situations. The Moroccan government don't like you. Yes, they don't like me because I I speak 
the truth. I talk about the illegal occupation. I've traveled around the world and spoken on international platforms against the Moroccan government and calling on the Moroccan government to really sit at the table with the Western Sahara and with the Polisario, which is the political party, mm. and to ensure that we really come to an agreement where a referendum can be held for the people, the Sahrawi people of Western Sahara. And it's a referendum that was promised to them in 1991, yet it is still not taken place. Aren't you banned in Morocco? Yes, I am. And I'm blacklisted. I can't go there. So I'm actually going to the refugee camps, which are on the border of Algeria and Morocco. And it's important for me to do the work in the refugee camps to empower the youth, mm. to work with the, the women organizations, work strategically with the Polisario and the political leaders in the refugee camps, yeah. as well as those that are working outside of uh, the refugee camps around the world on strategic movement forward. They are very peaceful people and believe in negotiation. So this has been a 42-year negotiation. Don't you fear for your life when you go there? I do. I'm very scared. And the work mm. that I do is not easy. It's not safe. However, I believe in what I'm doing. And I need to be a voice for these people in places that they are not allowed access to because they are either stateless or they're refugees. But because I'm an international activist, mm. I'm able to, to access certain platforms for them. And I will continue to tell their story. Hashtag Mad About Africa. Her name is Catherine Constantinidis. You can follow her on social media at Change Agent SA. Morocco are bidding for a soccer World Cup. That's it. They so, are so, so what are you doing about that? I'm going to be going and speaking to the young children who play soccer in the refugee camps. These are children that play soccer and can connect with people around the world who face different realities every single day. We have to call on FIFA as well as SAFA mm. to not support the Moroccan bid for the World Cup. We cannot use this, your words were perfect, as window dressing mm. to the atrocities that are happening and what Morocco actually does behind closed doors. We have to stand up against the bid for Morocco to get the World Cup. It is unthinkable that they would be able to host an international event such as the World Cup when in their backyard they are violating human rights. There's no fair play at all. There's no fair fair play. play. And and soccer is about bringing people together. The Mm. game of football is so powerful. How can we give it to somebody who is actually really violating the ethos and value that this game brings to the world? I'm in Uppington, in Kimberley, Emma Lasheni. How do I get involved? Can I get involved? You know, it's difficult to say exactly how you can get involved. But one of the reasons I'm going to the refugee camps now at the beginning of Africa Month Mm. is really to launch an international solidarity campaign. And what I want people to, to do... If they want to get involved, firstly, educate yourself. Don't just listen to what I've had to say. Go Mm. and Google Western Sahara. Go and Google what has been going on on our continent for 42 years. Mm. Learn more about this. And then... Next week, I will launch a campaign called Stand in the Sand. And this is a call to action where we ask for people around the world, ordinary South Africans all over South Mm. Africa, to really use this hashtag and stand in the sand in solidarity with the Sahrawi people as we really stand up for the human rights violations and that we remember that as a country, we needed international solidarity. Mm. We needed our neighbors who were there with us. So let us stand in the sand with the Sahrawi people. And ask people to follow the social media platforms on Instagram, Instagram and Twitter. I will post updates every day. Mm. I will do Insta stories. I'll go live. And I want to share the story of the people in these camps with you. So follow the journey. Use the hashtag stand in the sand and join us on a journey of solidarity. Hashtag stand in the sand. You can follow change agent SA on social media. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Catherine Constantinidis is about to stand in the sand. (laughs) 